Hey, this is Chris, and you're listening to Her Pocketbook Podcast. You already know what to do. Grab that glass of wine or that herbal tea, find that cozy place, and take this ride with us through Her Pocketbook. Tonight, my good sister friend, Nia Ford, she's rejoining me to basically just catch up on whatever's been happening in our lives since our last conversation. You may have heard her voice a couple of times on a couple of shows, and I'm glad she's here to chat with us um, just about some random 2021 stuff so far. How are you doing tonight, Nia? I am doing great, Christian. Um, it's always a pleasure to exchange words with you and you know have our uh sisterhood conversations and check in so i'm doing wonderful at this time it's much needed and i love it too so we just gonna get right into it how is your 2021 treat you so far you know um of course this year is different you know as it is for everybody but i have to be honest it's treating me great and wonderful and i'm so blessed to be a part of uh, this new start, you know, to the year, this new start to the world. You know, we know the world has been on reset, you know, and lots have changed. Um, But I'm excited to be a part of it all. I'm excited to witness history, be a part of history, making history. So I'm good. No complaints. I I couldn't complain. (laughs) Me neither. I was just telling somebody that, um, um, you know, they asked the same question. How's your 2021? And I'm like, well, first of all, I started a whole journey, the end of 2020 anyway. You know, I set some new goals, you know, regardless of it's 2020 and I'm going into 2021 because 2020 did me well. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but it didn't do me bad. Um, right. Um, I, you know, I started some new goals. Like I said, I wanted to keep the podcast back up. I wanted to be more consistent, have, you know, um, just as good content. I wanted to really have some topics that black women specifically related to. So really 2021, I'm just following suit and I don't have no complaints either. Still a mom, you right. know, working from home, which I enjoy by the way, cause I've had a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I've heard a lot of people just talk down on nine to fives, you know, like mm-hmm. it takes up time you can't be creative how you gonna be an entrepreneur you got this nine to five job stuffing you down i'm like the other day i was in the grocery store on a zoom meeting then then (laughs) left the grocery store bounced over to the post office took care still on the zoom meeting on my headphones so it has afforded me the luxury to take care of so much more my work stuff and my business stuff you know so it's been a blessing like i said i can't complain Yes, that that's how my day consists too. You know, I'm always on Zoom calls, of course, but yeah, I've learned to multitask. Um, you know, and much more is on my plate now, and so, you know, of course, I have to be a little bit more focused and organized. And and this time has allowed me to do that because if I was physically going to the office, you know, I don't know how I would be able to manage my time with all the extra responsibilities that I have. So, yeah, me too. I'm always in the grocery store on Zoom meetings and, you know, I can be around people and they might be trying to talk to me, but I'm like, they don't know I'm on a Zoom meeting because, <laughs> uh, you know, I got my headphones on. So, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of multitasking. Um, you know, I'm making sure that I nourish my soul, you know, and, and, and I'm just really watching God work in my life, watching my prayers get answered. Um you know, and, and if I can just back up a minute, I just want to thank you, 
once again and always um, for this platform to let um, our voices be heard and our stories be heard because, you know, we need these kind of platforms, you know, to do so. Um, there's a lot of platforms, you know, there's a lot of podcasts and, you know, nonprofits and, and, you know, there's a lot of groups of women floating around. But, you know, you have to find the right vibe and the right energy, mm-hmm. you know, that matches yours and that can, you know, contribute to your personal um, and, and professional goals, you know. And so I think her pocketbook is, you know, perfect for this time. You know, um, when I think of her pocketbook, I'm always like, what's in your back pocket, Mia? What mm-hmm. you got for this problem? What you got? What you got? What you coming <laughs> with today? <laughs> what you got on the table today? So, you know, that's that when I look at her pocketbook and, you know, you know, one of your shirts that it quotes, you know, pocket pocketbook full of game, you know? Yeah. And, and that's just really what it is at all times. You're always playing the game. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always being tested. And, you know, and I don't like to be defeated. So, you know, I work hard towards mine and, you know, I stand on what I believe and say. And so, you know, that's just kind of where I am with it. Thank you. I just, you know, I'm trying to just create a space on some real talk. Like, (laughs) it's, it's, um, um, I have um, an episode coming out uh, next week Mm -hmm. and it's two. Uh, well, by the time you hear this, you'll probably already have heard it, but <laughs> it's two friends that are breaking down like the turmoil through their friendship, right? Mm-hmm. And the, their story was just unique to me because a lot of women, they don't talk about what went wrong in their girlfriend friendship. You know, they could talk mm-hmm. to each other all day about how he did me or, you know, whatever the case may be when it comes to a significant other. But when you really got to like put your big girl panties on and talk about how you were friends with somebody and whatever the fallout was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't talk about that. It seems like, you know, when you in friendships, it just breaks up. Somebody getting a fight, they cuss you out. It's disrespectful. She said this, said that. But it's a lot of friendships out there that end on some real just, there was no communication. Nobody said nothing. I still mm-hmm. love her. I still need her in my life. But who's going to be the one to step up to the plate and let's just sit down and have a talk. So, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just that episode alone, it was just some real talk. Like mm-hmm. it's stuff we really gotta talk about. So thank you. You know, I'm trying. <laughs> that's that's a good topic, you know, because communication is key, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, in any kind of relationship. And a lot of us don't know how to communicate. You know, even though we call ourselves grown and you know, um this communication is, is lacking, you know, in a lot of areas in life and you know, our egos you know, get ahead of that and, um, you know, our pride and, you know, you know how we are as women. Definitely that pride. I'm not bowing down. Yeah. I mean, that got me thinking there's some conversations I would like to have, you know, with, with one or two or more friends of mine, you know? Um, yeah. So that's a good topic. That's a good topic. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up the topic of friends tonight, you know, and it's 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 a perfect time to do so. I was just going to wait to see if the space and time would allow me to. But um, you know, I'm really enjoying supporting my friends, and I'm really enjoying the way I'm engaging with my friends um, now. You know, I have some very long time friends. My friends I've been friends with from childhood. 
and you know we grew up together went through things together you know but now that we're in our 40s it's like we have different conversations now yeah we can't Meaning, talk- meaningful ones absolutely we can't talk about the same things that we used to talk about you know we can't even do the things that we used to do you know because again you know we're just kind of older and wiser and i'm just really enjoying supporting my friends a lot of my friends such as yourself you know they have their own businesses their own craft and their own talent that they're um you know tapping around with um and you know like before i like to call out names because um I just, this is kind of my way and platform to acknowledge other women, you know, that I support. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Umala, you know, she's into real estate. I just brought a, a, a face shield from uh, Cousin Heather. You know, she was selling some bomb little cute face shields, you know. Lenise, you know, she's into the V-steam and I love it. You know, I've got me several V-steams. That's a part of my self-care. I still got to go get me one. Yeah, you know, Kaya, she's into her therapy thing, and she has a very unique type of therapy, you know, therapy that I've never even heard of, a sexual therapist. (laughs) I'm like, come on with it. Right, she got a whole niche. Yeah, you know, and then Camille, you know, she's she's always been into hair, of course, as we know. You know, she has, she's getting products out there. I've been using some of her products, and I got my whole family using the product. My son and Raymond, they're using the product, you know, so... Um, I'm just into really engaging and, and, and um, supporting my 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 uh, women in my life who I call friends and you know even Dr. Roche, which I'll maybe elaborate on later. You know, um, really partnering with her and, and, and supporting her vision and her work that she's doing. So I mean, it's it's so many things going on with my friends that I just really want to support. You know, and this last maybe I don't know a couple years or so, I just start praying with my friends. You know, that's a whole nother level of my friendship. Mm-hmm. The longer are we really gossiping or talking about unnecessary things, we're going straight into prayer. And then we're making ourselves accountable for each other and stuff. So, you know, Ayana was one of my first friends who, um, you know, introduced prayer into my girlfriend chats. <laughs> you know, so I just want to acknowledge that. But I'm, I'm loving on my friends right now. I got some true hardcore independent and strong friends and they loving your support too we're loving your support and i'll tell you this every name that you didn't call gonna be on here at one point <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean because we all have so much to offer and you know this is a, a great platform to do so and you know i was listening to your podcast last week and i think i kind of heard one of the young ladies I don't remember her exact words, but she was just kind of summarizing like the vibe and the energy that you get from this particular podcast, you know, and and I'm not just saying that because, you know, I know you personally, but the ladies that I just met mentioned the vibe and the energy that they bring to any situation, (laughs) whether it be a podcast or any situation, somebody going to be touched by that, Mm -hmm. you know, so just to have the you know those group of ladies in one setting would just be the bomb <laughs> the bomb so much game to offer so much information and talents and gifts to bring you know they just need to be on the platform and they already have their own platform but you know they can be exposed more yeah just a voice and i think that's what intrigued me like I don't know. I've always been into listening to radio and 
before, you know, before they were even podcasts, just like, um, you know, I used to have those late night talk shows <laughs> or like mm-hmm. the video call in lines and stuff. It just mm-hmm. always intrigued me how people would call in. I remember I can't remember the radio show, but um, I think the guy is still on there. He does like old school music. I don't know, but people used to call in all the time and it would be it was funny because it would be women calling and dedicating a song to their men and their men would be like in jail so obviously they played this radio station in the jails but every time they would call in they were calling to request a song but would end up just talking to this man and you would you you literally would hear their whole get down about how the man got in jail how many kids they got all this stuff and all they were supposed to do is just call in and dedicate a song to whoever but it ended up being like almost this therapy session because they just felt, I guess, comfortable enough. The music was playing in the background. He already had set a vibe with the music that he was playing before. And all these people were just comfortable to just tell their whole story on the radio to anybody listening. So I don't know. I, I think the voice has always been intriguing to me. You know, you can read articles and, you know, see posts and all this stuff. Click on somebody's website or whatever. But when you can hear it and even now, you know, videos on YouTube and stuff, all the visual podcasts, when you can see it and hear it, mm-hmm. it's something different. Yeah. That, that's interesting. You kind of mentioned that, you know, the voice really means something. And, you know, um, me and I'm pretty sure others feel like this way. You know, I'm a good people reader, you know, so when I'm around people or in front of someone, I can read you off top. Um, but it's different when you just only have a voice. You know, so if you can feel that energy and feel that vibe only through the phone or the podcast or just a voice, you know, that's that's real strong. Yeah, because you really have to listen. You don't you're not distracted by what they look like, what they got on. You know, Mm -hmm. if if they if their vibe seems a little funny just by the way they look, you don't have any of that to distract you. Right. If just a voice, like you said, if just a voice touches you, Mm -hmm. that's something like because you don't have nothing else but just the sound of this person's voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that goes to speak to our our power as we have as women. You know, I always like to speak on power. I mean, we have so much power that we I don't even think we have even tapped into, including myself. You know, there's so much power. I was watching the movie the other night. Um, what was it called? Fast Colors, I think. Fast Color or something like that. And it was just um, about the power of women, about a mother, a daughter, and a granddaughter, three generations, um, Black women, of course. And, um, you know, their very distinctive power they had. Um, I won't elaborate too much, but if, you know, if, if anyone's listening and, you know, they want to just kind of check it out, can't remember the actress's name or anything, but... Um, you know, just tapping into your power as a woman. And so much has to be cleared out to do so. You know, you have to have a real clear and level-minded uh, mind or spirit, you know, to know and tap into your, your power. Uh, especially, you know, a praying woman. You know, I, I like to surround myself with praying women at all times. You know, oftentimes when I'm talking to young ladies, as I do, you know, on a normal basis, I always have to ask them, do you believe in prayer? Because that's what we're about to do. <laughs> you know, right, right here, right now, because <laughs> that's where the power is going to come in at. You know, so now you're talking about clearing out 
that brings me to what you were um, talking to about about me talking to me about uh, prior to being on air. There's an assignment that's uh, been on your heart, been of interest to you right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so that goes back to um, sister sisterhood friend um, Dr. Roche. Um, for those of you who are listening, please go look her up. Um, you know, she's a great local psychologist um, out of Oakland. Um, she calls herself the, um, gosh, she, she has many hats, but uh, rethinking money. And she calls herself a financial psychologist. You know, she's a licensed therapist and everything, but she has many platforms, many resources and information for young ladies and just the community in general to tap into as far as, as, far as building yourself up in different levels of uh, your life. So I am taking, um, she has uh, classes. She has classes that you can um, kind of sign up for and learn more about. And um, this particular class is called Rethinking Your Money. And I think it's the platform might be Rethinking University, you know. And, and one of the assignments that she has um, her class working on is uh, called Break Up Now. And, um, you know, this is a real live class. She just posted like 18 more assignments and worksheets to do, you know, as far as self-development and just really identifying, um, you know, your ways and your actions and, you know, just a lot of inner self things. And so again, she, she has the assignment called breakup now. And, um, it's just kind of, you know, identifying ways that you can break up your old ways. How can you replace your old ways, your old thoughts, your old actions? Um, and then, you know, putting that extra, she likes to talk about extra, the word extra, what can you do extra? You know, so when you set a goal or when you set something to do for the day, for the month, and you try to do it and you make an attempt to do it, but what can you do that's extra so that you can make sure, you know, you're closer to your goal. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of behavioral changes, you know, that come with this particular assignment. Um, so let's see, I wonder if I can give an example. Let me quickly think. Um, I'm looking, I'm kind of analyzing some of my moods and my attitudes and the way I would respond to certain situations. Um, Cause I can be a little bit impatient. And so, you know, instead of responding a certain way or instead of being impatient, you know, what's another way you can respond? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have a small issue with, well, I don't want to say small, but <laughs> procrastinating. Mm -hmm. You know, what's something that you can do to replace that, um, you know, procrastinating issue? First, you have to identify the issue, understand the issue. Where does it come from? You know, so, you know, I, you just kind of have to break things down. Um, you got to get deep with yourself. You know, and, and, and I'll get even deeper, you know, um, instead of rewarding myself um, with an alcohol beverage, you know, because I can think of a thousand reasons to have a beverage. Um, but instead of rewarding myself with that, um, how about coffee? You know, a nice frappe, a large cafe, at the, a, a frappe at that, yeah. you know, from McDonald's or Starbucks, you know, because I like coffee too, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, breaking up, breaking yeah. up your old self, you know. And then it also breaks up um, or talks about, it's okay if you fall back into mm -hmm. your old ways, you know. So what do you do when that happens? What do you do when you fall back? 
then how do you get yourself on track? So yeah, I'm I'm breaking up with some of my old ways. You know, I I'm, I'm finding myself using it almost every day. Yeah, I was going to say that's something that can be. So when when you're thinking about that shedding old things and replacing it or rewarding it with something better, I think of you know how people when they change their eating lifestyles or their health lifestyles you know mm-hmm. people that have been eating hamburgers their whole life but also like fish you know instead of saying oh i can't just i can't eat you know i got this heart condition i can't eat hamburgers no more oh woe is me you still like fish sandwiches it's not like you're depriving yourself of everything it's not like you have to strip the burgers and now you're just down to rice cakes you still can choose an alternative that's better and probably is better for you will make you feel better because mm-hmm. most of the time we're shedding old stuff that isn't any good anyway yeah. so I, I'm, you know we're so attached to the old stuff we don't realize the value in something that we can replace it with that's better overall yes absolutely um, you know another part of the assignment is to um, acknowledge and write down some emotions that you would like to have going forward so again I mentioned me you know I can be impatient and that's just kind of how I've always been so going forward if I run into a situation that normally would trigger me to be very impatient how would you like to feel in the future and so in the future of course I would like to be more calm I would like to be more obedient I would like to be more disciplined you know um, instead of having those those excuses you know, that I have or having those reasons that I have, oh, I'm tired, I don't feel like it and woe me or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I want to be more disciplined. I don't want to have excuses and I want to be more energized. I don't want to feel tired and, you know, um, worn down. So, you know, those are emotions and feelings that I've jotted down to remind myself like, hey, you know, be obedient, mm-hmm. be you know, remind yourself we're not we're not feeling like how we used to feel. Mm-hmm. Those feelings are off the door. My thing is when you said procrastination, I'll get it done, but I will make myself down to the last minute, <laughs> and, and for no reason. I have plenty of time. I'm gonna get it done, but I, you know, I just I will stress myself out because now I'm doing it at the last minute. Still productive, yeah. but you know, I'm just cramming everything all in. So. I'm just thinking of, you know, just saying not today. Let me just finish what I can today and not leave it all till tomorrow, you know, because now I'm piling up more stuff on me, even though I'm going to do it. But then I'm complaining like, oh, like you said, oh, I'm wore down. I'm tired because I just beat myself up to do something that I could have broke up and had done and had free time, you know? Yeah. So let me replace my procrastination with free time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I imagine it's a struggle for all women. You know, because we juggle so much, we wear so many titles and, you know, we have to do this and do that. And, you know, um, like I said, it's, it's a struggle for all women, you know, on, on not to beat ourselves up. And, you know, I'm starting to believe that I think I just operate better and function better at the last minute. Yeah, under that pressure, because I, I know I got to do it. I know I got to get it. I can't <laughs> fail. I can't not. So I'm starting to tell myself, you know, it might be okay that you kind of operate that way because you know for sure you're going to get it done. Whether you get it done two weeks early or two minutes before the deadline, it's going to get done. So I don't know. I mean, again, it's still a, it's, it's a struggle. 
but I'm starting to accept it. But then at the same time, find ways to make it easier for me, you know, because I don't, nothing needs to be too difficult. You know, um, you do have to maintain some level of control. You know, just trying to find that balance. That you are touching <laughs> on, you are hitting all the words. I just wrote a blog post today um, for TRT who we had on last week, the, Ro- the Roaring Twenties movement. Um, and it was basically about how, <laughs> how I had to just unplug. So the gist of it is I found myself picking up the phone one day and had like over a hundred messages. It was a group chat. Right. Mm -hmm. And that day I was like, what? Like my whole mind just switched. What the hell could y'all be talking about where I have 150 messages? Like what is going on? Right. And I was explaining how, you know, I love a good group chat. We talk about so many things. We laugh, you know, people got memes in there that's cracking you up and all kind of stuff. But this particular group chat started to just get kind of redundant and I felt like it wasn't giving me anything anymore. So for me to wake up to 150 messages, it should be like you said earlier, it should be some support. It should be some loving on us. It should be some girl. I just got a house girl. I just did this. A girl, the kids graduated with 150 messages. Right. We should not be talking about what's going on in love and hip hop what happened on Hollywood Square, whatever. I This should not be 150 messages worth of wasted words, you know? Yeah. So that day, like I said, my whole mind just switched off. And I was like, you know what? I'm just about to unplug. Like, I'm about to get off of here. And I'm just not going to respond anymore. And if these are my real friends, they're going to realize, okay, well, she probably just wherever. Somebody going to check up on me. Absolutely. I just not on the chat anymore right and then I had to think to myself like okay is it I didn't engage in all this talk about whatever before but what today is the issue like why <laughs> why am I getting annoyed why am I upset about something I didn't talked about a hundred times before and I just realized like it's just taking up too much of my time I would find myself I'm sitting here going back and forth about craziness right just being unproductive and I just had to you know clear that out I got back on but it was you know weeks later and I was like you know what I'm not even gonna go back and look at what I missed because I probably didn't miss nothing nothing at all it's probably the same thing and if I want to get caught up somebody gonna tell me something so right you know I was just making it a point that it's okay to just unplug and not feel Mm -hmm. bad about it not feel bad about Mm -hmm. removing myself from something that is not nourishing my mind Something is not encouraging me. Something I just don't want to be a part of right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I so feel that. I mean, that's all a part of being 42, 42 years old. You know, we can do things and we don't have to apologize for it. It's because I felt like it. You right. know, I, I felt it. like it. And, and it, with no explanation. It's yeah. It was best for me with no explanation because no one knows what's best for you except for you. Not even your partner or your spouse knows. You know, they may think or say they know, but no one knows what's best, you know, but you. So if that's what's best for you to detach, and then that's just what it is. And like you said, you know, real women are going to respect that. and They're going to be able to move on, you know, from that. So I feel you, you know, going back to um, Dr. Roche, she also um, asked um, us to do a, a quick version of a digital vision board 
which was very meaningful to me because I'm also working on the old school vision board too, you know. Um, and she had us do it under eight sections and all the sections started with F. So like friends, family, finance, fun, you know. And so under friends, I put the word build because that's where I'm, that's where I'm at with it. My friends, we help build each other. Right. I talk a lot and think very highly of the sisterhood that you and myself and Kaya have created, you know, um, recently over the last year or so. You know, we've always been friends, of course, for many years since children. But, you know, as we got older and in this past year, you know, we're, we're doing nothing but building each other. Even if we're laughing at each other, even if we're clowning one another, praying, you know, however we're talking to each other, we're building each other. So I really appreciate that. And, you know, and I can say that with other friends of mine, we just need to really build each other right now. Yeah, that's what it's all about right now. It's just, it's no more, it can't be any more like tearing down, like, you know, when I, I'm thinking about like the love and hip hops, the basketball wives, especially basketball wives. And I hate to talk about, I never want to talk about like, you know, <laughs> pop, whatever, whatever's going on in the world. But I look at these women, I'm like, you guys are older than me. Mm-hmm. I would never have friends that I'm cussing out and arguing and fighting. And never. No, no, that ain't nothing that I even want to be around. So why am I sitting here even entertaining this channel? Like mm-hmm. so many things I have dropped from my roster. Like mm-hmm. I can't, you know, even new stuff, 10 seconds. No, never mind. <laughs> I ain't never watching this again. It's just a waste of my time. It's not yeah. doing anything for my mind. And that's what I'm about too. Like, it's all about building, uplifting. It got to be some positive stuff. And not to say that, you know, you don't want to throw a little ratchet in now and then. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. For the most part, it just got to be something positive. Why not? Right, right. I mean, because that's, that's just where we at in life with it. You know, life has gotten so serious you know especially you know during the pandemic of course and as we continue to get older and raise our kids and you know we're we're, um you know reaching to higher levels in our career and you know we're preparing for our future because at some point we're gonna have to stop working yeah you know and so uh, you know life has just got so much serious and you know um i often think about um you know the many women that i am connected to the many young women to be specific you know especially in my current role you know as a college recruiter you know um connected to the community you know and i'm not i'm the kind of person where a lot of people just naturally draw to me you know but also i'm starting to notice within my own immediate circle a lot of uh women of all ages (laughs) are, are you know kind of drawn to me you know, I have um, young women uh, the age of, what, 25 and 28 who think of me as a mother figure. You know? And so that's I, I take that very seriously. You know, a 25-year-old, a 28-year-old, you know, so vulnerable in, in their prime, you know, who, who thinks of me as their mother. Yeah. You know, um, that, that's, like I said, that's just real big to me. Like I, I said, haven't I'm, made it there yet. I'm at the auntie role. you know well you know like I started young you know I had to um you know just kind of go through life a little bit more faster 
you know, but uh, fast forward and 20 something years later, you know, I'm being called out, Yeah. you know, on my own womanhood. Yeah. You know, my they watching. Exactly, girl. Exactly. And it amazes me how much they watch. You know, it really amazes me and it keeps me on my toes. You know, um, like I said, they're requiring another level of my womanhood, another level of my motherhood. You know, um, because they see what else is out there. Yep. My they girls see. the other day, mommy, we're so, they came here, hugged, we're so proud of you. Like, you got all the stuff going on. You got all your equipment. You got your, we got our shirts on. We got our sweatshirts on. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're going to yeah. be famous. I'm like, girl, I worry about being famous. They'd be like, oh my God, but you, when I looked you up, you were on there. <laughs> I was dying, but you know, they're looking at another level. It's not just my mom telling me to get up, nah. get dressed, wash the dishes, do my chores, go to school. She's like doing other, she's not just going to work and coming home. She's doing other stuff and they'll sit here and just watch me talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, some months ago, I don't know if you remember, we were talking about the pandemic and you know how it's affecting all of us. And um, I think Kaya had brought up, you know, Years from now, 10, 20 years from now, you know, our kids are going to ask us, so what did you do during the pandemic? You know, and and how did it affect, you know, you as a woman? And so we want to be able to say some stuff. You know, we want to be able to say, we made this happen, we did that. and I reinvented myself. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. That's the kind of that's the kind of questions that we have to be prepared for. You know, um, again, you never know who's watching the God in you, the God that you say you serve, you know. So, you know, if you're wilding out and if you're panicking and you're emotional and, you know, you react in certain kind of ways, like, well, who you say you serve <laughs> and who you say you believe in? Right. What are you trusting? Yeah. So, you know, again, you just have to be real careful, you know, what you say and how you react to certain things and you know, get those old ways and thoughts and actions out the way, you know, deal with that. However you got to deal with it, you know, and be honest with yourself. You know, it's okay to acknowledge those ugly things, you know, those embarrassing things, those shameful things, you know, it's okay to acknowledge and come out with that. You know, you got, you got to adapt the who gives a who cares attitude. Like what, what can you tell me about me? What what can you say to embarrass me about me that, you know, I can't tell myself that I can't say myself mm-hmm. in this pandemic. I know it's getting so cliche just to the pandemic because the pandemic, the pandemic, you know, in the pandemic, like we just we're throwing this word around. But <laughs> for real, like, you know, it's in everything. Well, you know, with the pandemic, how you doing? Well, you know, the pandemic, but <laughs> It just, it's really shown me all the BS in the world. Like, really how everything is like a facade. And if you, like you said, can't clear out all this junk of the world Mm -hmm. and focus in on your mind and what you believe and what you know is right, Mm -hmm. you're going to get caught up in all the junk in this world. And you're not going to be able to see what's really going on. Right. And for anybody to think that, oh, you know, this going to happen or that's going to happen, like, or, or what, I can't say this no more. I can't talk to them about that. Like, 
you almost didn't have a chance to talk to anybody about anything. Like now is the time to just let all the juice flow. <laughs> you know, it's like release. Like now, you know, we're getting back into, a, you know, a little bit of normalcy and a lot of people miss their window. Yes. I thought about, you know, this earlier today. A lot of people kept their mouth shut, didn't say nothing, you know, mm-hmm. just felt like, oh, I still can't express myself. And here you are going into another year. <laughs> and you don't know, you know, you don't know what's coming, but you never got that courage, saw that all this is BS going on and you got to do for you and your family and what's best. It's not about who's scared of what. It's not about who's saying what, like what's really happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in your household, in your life, your four walls, what is happening there? Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be upfront. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you- yeah. You know, for a long time when we was really shut down, you had no choice. And if you didn't sit down and say nothing, you missed your window. Yeah. Because now, you know, TV, uh, new episodes are coming on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's stuff starting to roll back in to, to you know, kind of cloud us again. We're getting more junk again. We were clear for a long time of junk. Right. And now right. it's all starting to come back. You saw the new episode, uh-oh, the new series coming on. Everything's coming back. <laughs> yeah more distractions yeah more distractions and then you gonna forget about what you should have said and here you are back in the same predicament because you didn't take that opportunity when you had true clarity to make right. any changes right you know I was speaking um, at a woman's conference just in December virtually of course and it's for um, I, I'll call her my auntie my auntie she has these annual women conferences and I spoke at a few and one of the questions that she asked me was, where did I get my voice from? Because, you know, she's known me ever since I was a little child and I've always been quiet. And so, you know, people who, you know, really, really know me know that I've in the past always been quiet. Even as a little kid, my family make jokes about me being quiet <laughs> and I can't wait. You know, I know they're going to listen to this podcast eventually and they're probably going to be laughing right about now. <laughs> Because I used to be so quiet. But how I answered that question was, um, you know, the the short version of it was um, there's so much that needs to be said. There's so much that needs to be said that other people don't feel comfortable talking about. You know, we were kind of raised and I was kind of raised just to kind of, um, you know, not be quiet. Don't, hey, 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 be quiet. Yeah, that happened in our house or that's our business or mm-hmm. that's the family secret or you know, or there was a lot of things that were unknown to me as well. You know, so the you know the older I got, and I just used to kind of peep and analyze these things. I'm like, man, this needs to be said, or this needs to be spoken on. You know, yeah. how come nobody said this? How yeah. come nobody asked that? <laughs> you know, I got questions, and y'all still not asking. And like for it, I didn't been two generations, <laughs> and I'm the only one that said something. Hello, hello, you hit it right there. It's been generations. Ain't nobody said nothing. Ain't nobody did nothing. Like, come on now, for real. So that's how I know I'm special because if ain't nobody said this in two decades, three, four, I don't know how many. Right, this, however long, right? <laughs> you know that I and I'm the first to speak on this. Oh, I need to pass it down to my generation or the generation be after me to make sure that they have no fear or hesitation about letting their voice be heard. So again, you know, that goes back to being thankful and grateful for this platform 
you know, and other platforms where I can speak and let my story be heard as a woman, you know, because we all have stories, you know, it's just, we don't want to speak on it. We're embarrassed or we're shameful or we have that ego, you know, um, I'm, 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 that's one of my goals this year too. I'm breaking that shell. Like what, mm-hmm. what is there to be embarrassed about? You know, cause there's so many women that have gone through the same thing. I'm, I'm talking about no matter what it is, stubbing no your toe matter. when you got on the bus, it, you know, anything like, oh man, I done forgot my money when I went to the grocery store, anything. Yes. Yes. You know, we were just talking, uh, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago about the Wendy Williams show. You know, I think you had asked me, you know, what did you think about that? Or did you see it or something? And I was like, it was cool, but that's a woman's story. Yeah. You know, every woman has went through that, whether yeah. you want to admit it or not. Yeah. You know, whether, you know, we all have to admit that we were stupid. Yep. You got played. Yep. Pocketbook full of game right there. Right. Yeah, because you got stories and you learn from them. Well, how you going to learn anything if you ain't messed up? Right. You know, and why would you keep that game to yourself? Mm-hmm. Share you know, it. Pass that down to the younger generation so you can tell the younger generation how not to get played. Yep. Hello. Yep. Say hello. <laughs> Thank you. Shoot, man, I told my girls, you know, I made all the mistakes for y'all, okay? I didn't, you know, bump my head up against the wall. I didn't got cheated on, played with, and all kinds of stuff for y'all. Right. You know, I took the fall. To have you know? a testimony. You know, so I don't expect any of that to happen with y'all. I know y'all gonna bump y'all heads and go through stuff as women do. If you're listening. Yeah, yeah. And I always like to give um, my oldest daughter, Raina, credit. I call her the golden child because... You know, very seldom you have a child who will listen to everything and then implement that. Yeah. So, and I'm not taking credit away from my other children. I know they've been listening too, and they've showed me in different ways that they've been listening. But this girl here, Raina, she listens to everything. Like she's taking notes. Li- no, literally, the girl will pull out a pen and a paper. Mm. <laughs> you know, she 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 listens to everything, and you know. It amazes me because, you know, she she's a psychology major too. So oh, she can, okay, she in the mind then. Yeah, she goes in the mind. This girl knows how I think. Mm-hmm. She knows she, and I love hearing her listen or, or talking. She'll say, "No, Nia wants this. No, Nia prefers that," and she be with it. She know what I like. She know what I prefer. She know what I don't like. You know, so that you know, as a mother, that really makes me feel good because I don't have to explain too much to her. Yeah. You know, pick up on it already, and she'll let it be known. You know, she has a uh, a boyfriend. You know, uh, I guess you might call it a serious relationship. You know, they're in, and she always talks highly of me to him. <laughs> That's the mother. I guess you call it serious. <laughs> you know, and and you know, and I take that. You know, I, I I take that with honor because she talks to him and other people about me. You know, and so it's kind of like putting me on the pedestal, if you will. So, you know, and, and it reminds me of that title and that obligation I have to her. You know, so it's like I can't let her down. You know, I got to be a woman at all times. I got to be in teaching mode at all times. And, you know, I step up, of course, and I do stuff, but they know, you know, I still got a little something in me, you know. All right. I, I'm human. <laughs> I remember there was a time when I when I was, you know, so closed minded and I didn't want to talk. And, yeah. and I didn't really want to be bothered with too many females, you know. And, and I was real hesitant to even, you know, be around a female, you know. And I'm still kind of that way a little bit, but 
I'm a little bit more open-minded because I realize the gift and the power that we have as women. You know, I, I see and I'm living, um, you know, reaping the benefits of when women come together, whether we come together to pray, to build, to, you know, talk on platforms like this. I'm seeing the power. I'm seeing the benefit of it. So, yeah, woman power. So we have had our woman hour. Huh? You right. We I mean, we basically have, you know, that's what this was. A little girlfriend check in. Yes. What's going on? What's up? What it do? And, you know. It's yeah. good to have these from time to time, you know. Um, it don't have to be nothing specific. It don't have to be a certain topic. It's just what you feel in your heart, and we just gonna talk about it. It's yeah. gonna lead to so many other things. So hell, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing special in my life other than what any other rightfully woman is doing in their life, you know. So I hope that I said something or I shared something that would touch somebody and be like, oh, you know, I'm kind of going through that. Or maybe I should think about that, too. And maybe I should connect with her and, you know, we can follow up and, you know, build from that. You know, where, where, where else can we take this conversation to and how can we turn it into some action? That's, Who all, else right, that's all I want this to be. A real yep. platform, like you never, like you, we said, you never know who's listening. Well, I thank you so much. You're welcome. My As pleasure. always, I appreciate it. This was great, you know, great release just yeah. to talk, you know. Um, yeah. It just feels good to have some good, meaningful conversation with people you love. And that's just what it's about. That's what I want, like I said, what I want this to be. Um, you know, and I'm just trying to get that across to the world, to all these women. You know, and even though our conversation is is a little bit more intimate because we're friends, mm-hmm. you know, it's a conversation, you know, that me and you can feel as far as because know. every every name that you called out can be replaced with whomever you know. Absolutely. Yes. Fill in the blank. Yeah. 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 So again, I, I hope that more women would want to come together and be a part of these you know, it, even if it's not on this platform, even if it's not in, within this conversation, go find your vibe. Yeah, find oh. your vibe. Find something. It's something of somebody because it's something of somebody out there. Yep. You know, that can uplift you and help you and, and, and you know, be on be on the journey that you're trying to be on. Yep. You're not by yourself and by any means. I would encourage somebody to go deep and share your story. I want to thank all my guests this evening. You know, it truly warms my heart to be able to vibe with women of like minds. We have so much to offer this world, and it's a damn powerful move when we can offer it all together. Ladies, there are so many more conversations to come. I don't want you to miss one word. So make sure you subscribe to Her Pocketbook Podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms.